at least from where I'm sitting, the podcasting space is very white and it is very male Mm. of a certain age group. Yeah. And uh, I'm a little bit over it. I think diversity is the key to our humanity. I think the more stories we can tell that are connecting, you know, we're better together. We're better. We're stronger together. There is more fun. There's more meaning. Welcome to another episode of the Lotus Circle podcast, a podcast for millennials and progressive adults, where we talk about personal finance, professional self-development, and navigating the adulthood space. So my hope is that you can use all of the gems and knowledge that is shared within this space to ultimately bring all key aspects of your life full circle. If this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you. My name is Daniela. Um, If you have been a longtime supporter of the show, I want to thank you so much for supporting us as we continue to grow. um, We'll definitely need more encouragement and support. And so I want to thank those of you who have been a longtime supporter. Now, today I have a great and awesome uh, guest on the show. Her name is Ashley Ray. um, And I actually met her through a podcast group on Facebook. And so today we'll be talking about podcasting, why we're doing it, the challenges that we've encountered, and some many other things. So Ashley, thank you so much for attending um, today's session with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to connect with other people doing really cool things in the world. Absolutely. Um, And so if you can just go ahead and tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, um, and what you do. Sure thing. So if you can't tell by my accent, I'm Australian. I come from the land down under and yes, we can feel the thunder. Um, It's one of my favorite songs, actually. So I'm a podcast mentor and editor. So I have a little business called Evoke Media and I help other podcasters edit and create their own shows. So, and we do that through a lot of different ways. So sometimes it's a bit of mentoring and coaching and looking at the systems and everything that goes on behind the scenes and other times it's much more about looking at the tech side of stuff and building up the skill set so that's one of the things that we do I'm also a podcaster and kind of an obsessive (laughs) with podcasts um I listen to a lot of audio every week so it's about 25 to 30 hours of audio every week Um, A lot of that is professional time though, where I'm working Mm -hmm. and the other half is for fun and research. So that's a bit about what I do. I used to be a travel agent back in a past life. I used to work for the government as well. And now I get to tinker around with audio and computers. So that's that's me and what I do. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And again, thank you so much for for being on today's episode. So let's go ahead and get the conversation started on why you podcast. Oh, there are so many reasons. Yeah. 
I um, fell in love with podcasts in 2014. Mm-hmm. And in 2014, I was going through a really, really rough time. Um, my relationship was in a really difficult place and I'd actually temporarily moved out of my house and was staying with a friend um, down in the inner city near the beach. And I was literally just like a puddle of tears on her spare bedroom floor one day. Like I was, you know, the big ugly cry. Mm-hmm. And um she picked me up. She said, okay, you got to sh- sort your stuff out. Mm-hmm. And she got my phone. She fiddled with it a bit, stuck the headphones in me and kicked me out of the house and said, you're going for a walk down to the beach. I don't want to see you back here for at least an hour. Wow. So she did that. And um, I didn't know what she'd done with my phone. I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy, like, you know, blowing my nose and wiping the tears away. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I put the earbuds in as I walked out our front gate and I just heard these voices come through the the headphones and I was like, what is this? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'd never heard a podcast before and it was a bit like magic. So I was going through this space where I was really depressed. I was really lonely and isolated. And all of a sudden I felt like I had these two women um, walking next to me and talking to me and comforting me. And it was this podcast that's one of the top rated podcasts in Australia at the time called Love Life. And I suddenly felt like I didn't, I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really powerful in that. And that podcast got me through a really um, difficult time in my relationship. And I can actually count on my hands the number of episodes across different podcasts that I've listened to that have actually really, really changed my life. Wow. So for me, um, a, a, another turning point and why I love podcasts and why I am so passionate about the power they have is because um, I'm a survivor of domestic and sexual violence. Mm-hmm. And there's a podcast that was launched by um, our state police in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it was there to help survivors um, of sexual violence in particular, mm-hmm. understand the legal processes and what happens with the law and how you're treated. We've had a huge um, shift in how survivors are treated and the laws that they can um, interact with, you know, if they want to press charges, make reports. And basically this was a podcast designed to debunk everything. Mm-hmm. So I heard that podcast, I cried my eyes out, And I found myself suddenly at the police station asking if I could make a report. Mm. So that was a really, really, really big turning point. Um, It's helped me connect with people, seek the help that I've needed and really be connected to myself in a whole new way that I didn't think existed. Yeah. So that's how I got into podcasting. Wow, that's beautiful. And so essentially you want to be, you pretty much want to be a pioneer, right? For that, for that initiative, you want to share your story with the world and you want to help people. Yeah, I really want to see more diversity in podcasting at the moment. Um, at least from where I'm sitting, the podcasting space is very white and it is very male mm. of a certain age group. Yeah. And uh, I'm a little bit over it. I think diversity is the key to our humanity. I think the more stories we can tell that are connecting 
you know, we're better together. We're better. We're stronger together. There is more fun. There's more meaning. Yeah. I'll have to agree with you. I feel that when we are able to be very transparent with ourselves and other people, we're more relatable. And I know that a lot of people in this world, when they like when they're actually going through a circumstance and they don't hear anyone else or they don't see anyone else they feel like they're the only ones who are encountering that so i feel that when we have this um this public platform we can certainly share our stories and be very authentic and real and honest and make people realize that listen you're not the only person that you know that has encountered this situation i went through it and i'm still here and here's what i can give to you as information and resources so yeah Exactly. And I think as well, a lot of our stories, we think we're the only one going through it. And that's not true that everybody has a story to tell that will break your heart and mend it at the same time. Yeah. 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 That's true. It's very, very true. Wow. Very true. Some good stuff. So what um, are the biggest challenges that you've had to encounter as a podcaster in your years of podcasting? Systems. (laughs) systems and ego Mm -hmm. so getting stuck in my own way was a really big thing I resisted implementing any kind of structure for a long time I really thought I was like no I've got the answers I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. uh I didn't know what I was doing and I was screwing it up all over the place Mm -hmm. so um a really big thing for me was getting really clear about what I was doing, why I was doing, just having those structures and they not, they're not rigid, right? But they are flexible enough that I still have room to be quite creative and a little bit chaotic within them, but they just give me the framework to get started and to keep going and to be a guide when things are difficult. Yeah. Um, and a really big part of that was also understanding that Um, I have to stick in my own lane and not be comparing myself to someone who's been doing this for 10 years or someone um, who already started with a huge platform so that when they launched, they already had thousands and thousands of downloads. So it was a huge, um, I think personal development journey because it was also learning, you know, just because someone else has thousands and thousands of downloads doesn't actually make them a successful podcast. So it was understanding what success also meant to me. Was it okay for me to have only 10 or 20 downloads per episode? Could I, could I be happy with that? And talking to the people who actually do benefit from it, you know, it was really, really powerful. And one of the KPIs that I have now for one of the podcasts that I co-host is about, you know, not just how many downloads we have, but, are people actually taking action based on what we've said in the show and are they interacting with us and emailing and contacting? And I'm really, really proud to say that, you know, maybe we don't have thousands of downloads, but as a result of listening, we've had people um, sponsor children through different charities and make charitable giving a part of the way they do business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really powerful because it can change the life of not just that child, but the village that child grows up in. Mhm 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 and i feel like one point that you made is not comparing yourself to other people um in my interview with you i mentioned how i've been doing the podcast for about a year and i would read on different forums you know how someone who who's only been in the space for just 6 months how they have like a million and something downloads 
So I used to compare, you know, myself to them, you know, questioning myself, like, what am I doing incorrectly? But then you realize that you're in your own lane, you're in your own space. And so if you are not um, familiar with the different practices when it comes to marketing, you can learn that through connecting with people and also through um, different forums. And so you just have to know the reason why you started and you have to focus on yourself, on your topic, on your podcast. And I feel like that really just gives us perspective. So it's important, you know, focus, exactly. on, focus on you. And what, yeah, one of the really big things for me was looking at, okay, if I only have 10 or 20 downloads and that's where I started with like less than 20 downloads per episode back in 2017, it was kind of sad, but um, I started there and it was looking at, okay, well, that's still, you know, 10 or 20 people who are listening and, so what? Like there are people out there, high-end um, business owners will know that, um, you know, if you're charging ten or $20,000 per package or whatever it is that you, you offer as a service or a product, you know, you only need to reach that one person who's going to spend that amount of money. It doesn't matter if you have 10 people listening, as long as they're the right people. Exactly. So that was a really big thing. And it's one of the really big things that I talk a lot about with my clients because they have the same anxieties that I went through, which is like, oh my God, I don't have these thousands of downloads that other people are getting. It's like, well, yeah, but so what? You've got to start somewhere. You've got to build an audience from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as an overnight success. You know, the Backstreet Boys, this is one of my favorite stories, had 10 years of dance and vocal lessons before they ever had their first hit played on the radio. You know, and everyone thinks that they're an overnight success. And it's like, well, no, they, they trained for this for 10 years. A decade. (laughs) That's a long time. Yeah. Nick Carter was singing in that high voice for a long time before it ever got, you know, onto the airwaves. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So my next question then for you is, how did you how did you actually get started in launching your podcast? Was it something that you just did off the rim or did you actually plan to launch? I'm very much not a planner when I want to do something. I tend to just kind of grab it and run with it. Okay. So um I just kind of did that and the first podcast I ever did was supposed to be an exploration of mindfulness and meditation and you know, quite honestly, looking back now, I'm, you know, kind of get that cringeworthy factor going, going like, oh, that was yeah. really bad. Yeah. But it's also remembering we do the best that we can with the tools that we have at the time and the knowledge we know, yeah. have access to at the time. Yeah. You know? So I just kind of ran with it. I recorded three episodes on my voice memo app on my phone, which has excellent sound quality. And I had to be really one of the things that I think a lot of podcasters or new people get stuck with is, you know, the sound quality. And I had to be really honest about the fact that I live on a really busy road. Mm -hmm. I live in a building where the neighbor above me has a dog and about five cats. And (laughs) there are possums that live in the walls and in the roof of this building. And not only that, but I live in a forest. So there is natural Australian wildlife everywhere. There are kookaburras in the background. Um, I live near a big tourist destination of a steam engine and he makes noise every day. Yeah. I was never going to get perfect silence. 
And it was just owning that and going, okay, do you know what? Those noises are going to be there. I'll never be able to fully get rid of them, edit them out. Let's embrace it. Let's use that to create an atmosphere and an environment for the listener. Yeah. And I really think that like being authentic about just everything makes your listeners tune in more. Um, I know for me, when my sound quality is really bad, I, I actually record a little voice snippet saying, hey, just so you know, the quality of this episode compared to previous episodes are not the best. Um, but still, there are great content um, that you can find in this recording. So please stay tuned. And if you don't want to listen to the static or anything, then we'll find you or I'll find you on the next episode. I keep it honest. I keep it real. Exactly. Yeah. And, and be, being honest and respecting the people that do listen, it doesn't matter if it's only two people or if it's 2000 people or 2 million, yeah. they're still your people they're still and your people. Yeah. still listening because they like your content. Yeah. Yeah. So very true. So very true. So if you could give advice to anyone that is looking to start a podcast, what steps would you suggest that they can take to get started? The first thing I would say is it's about the clarity. This is going to require a lot of time and some money on your part to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, at a very minimum, it's probably going to cost you mm, maybe 10, 25 bucks, you know, whether that's, you know, paying for music or a hosting service. So just be prepared that there, and, and maybe even some equipment depending on where you're at. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to be really clear about the budget that you have and it's completely okay if your budget is zero, right? You start with where you're at, but just be clear about it and having a document, almost like a memorandum that states what you're aiming to do, what you're trying to do um, and how you're going to do this. It doesn't have to be super detailed. I write this up often in just Google docs Mm -hmm. um, or word. And I just literally write, okay, what's the mission of this podcast? Why am I doing it? Right. What am I going to put in the description? Uh, I can worry about rewording that for the actual show description further down the track, mm -hmm. but the bare bones of it. And it's going to be, how, how often am I going to publish an episode? Where is it going to be published? Mm -hmm. So just the real basics, mm -hmm. because if you ever get ill or you need to take time off or anything like that, or if you ever get, you know, so busy with your podcast and you make so much money with it that you're ready to bring on help, that document is invaluable. Right, right, right. So very true. So very true and some very good points. Yeah. And there is honestly, you don't have to have the fanciest equipment. You don't have to have a professional studio. It is starting with where you're at. I started with my voice memo app in my front yard with birds in the background, with trucks driving past my house. It's really, really imperfect. Uh, even to this day, this microphone is still picking up a little bit of the sounds of traffic out the front of my house. Mm -hmm. Thank God the animals upstairs are not making noise. <laughs> right now, at least, right? <laughs> exactly. It's much early for them. <laughs> I like, I like what you said when you say start where you are. Um, I know for me, the only thing that I've purchased since I've had my podcast is just a USB mic that I just hook up to my laptop and I just record. So I, I, for me, I haven't really spent that much money when it comes to equipment, but yeah, start where you are. Start with something so small. And as you continue to build and grow, then you can consider investing into like those more, um, you know, specific equipment that will help your podcast sound better 
or a camera that will give you a better, um, you know, clarity on, on view. So those are things that you can consider as you continue to grow. But for now, start where you are, start small and then just build. Exactly. And, you know, I had my voice memo app and I had my iPhone headset. And yeah. if that's what you've got to work with, that's totally okay. It's taken me almost three years to get the microphone that I have now. Wow. And this is like the third, no, the second microphone I've ever bought and invested in. And mm-hmm. yes, it's worth it. And it's very exciting. And it's wonderful to have that level of sound quality, yeah. but you shouldn't be making yourself unable to pay your rent or your bills of any kind just to have better sound quality. Like you need to look after you first. Right. Right. That's beautiful. Oh yes. Because you always come first at the end of the day. You always come first. You can't be a good podcaster if you're not paying your internet bill. (laughs) That's so true. That's so true. So very true. So what does podcasting do for you? It keeps me sane. (laughs) It's the first thing. But also I love learning and podcasting helps me learn. I have, I'm really curious about so many things. Like I've had a lot of questions about the issue of race in America for a long time. It's Mm. kind of, it's, it was a mystery to me for such a long time. And I certainly don't profess to be, um, an expert on the issue, but I had so many questions and I was trying to understand it. And what I love about podcasting is there are so many topics. There's a topic on everything, right? right? There are podcasts about knitting and crocheting, right? It's that niche. So all I had to do was search for these keywords and I found some really amazing podcasts that have really helped to educate me on the issues of race. And I love it. I love the learning factor. There's a podcast I listen to at the moment called Code Switch, which is by NPR. Mm -hmm. And it is all about the many, 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 many different aspects of race in America. And I love that. And it's the same in Australia. We have really niche podcasts. We're still quite a small industry here, but we are growing and we're starting to build some momentum, which is really incredible. There's a podcast that I have adored listening to this year called Gertie's Law. And that is all about how the Victorian Supreme Court operates because it's a complete mystery. Nobody knows how it works. And yet, you know, thousands of people interact with it every single day. Mm. So it's an education component for me. It's a matter of interest and I suppose um, big headedness because I like knowing things when my partner doesn't. (laughs) It's also really connecting because, you know, there are comedy podcasts, there are feminist podcasts that connect your ideas and inspire thought and and inspire a different perspective. Yes. And I feel like for many of us who were raised in like Caribbean households and we were not informed of different things, podcasting, like the podcasting universe can teach you anything. Um, As you mentioned, um, you know, the Victorian law, um, you know, uh, stitching or crocheting. And for me, I really focus on more like self-help. So I listen to a lot of um, stuff you should know. I listen to Oprah. Oh, I love those Oprah's guys. <laughs> conversation. Um, and I also listen to this podcast that is titled How to Be Awesome um, at Your Work or Your Job with Pete Makaitis. And he has some great content. 
And so I really feel that, listen, you know, we can, we can find information on just different things. Um, and yeah. I also try to find, or, 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 or for me, I actually try to listen to podcasts that I normally wouldn't. So I, I remember, um, listening to, um, a podcast that's called white lies that talked about, um, this specific preacher that lived in the North and he was really into, um, like protesting for African-Americans and he actually passed away, um, in, you know, protesting. And so they just talk about how, um, the people in South were trying to kind of like cover up like the truth behind how he died. And I'm like, you know, typically I wouldn't listen to things like that. But again, I just try to expand my mind um, and really just listen to new things. So podcasting is a great space to be in. And it's also just great to be a listener and learn and absorb. Oh, oh yes. And I do it while I, yeah, one of the things I love about podcasts is it's so leveraged. Like I know that that's a really overused and, and very trendy word right now in entrepreneurship, but I just mean that, you know, I my brain goes a squillion miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I have to do boring, menial tasks, I want to do it while I'm being entertained or while I'm learning something. So, you know, um, I used to drive a lot. So, you know, I live in a sort of semi country town and I used to just, you know, it was was at least 30 minutes to get anywhere here. Mm So I just used to, listen to podcasts while I was driving and now I do it while I'm doing the housework or I'm going for a walk or even while I'm working or Mm -hmm. just in my downtime. So it's really, really leveraged and it's, it just, it lifts, it it can be really great for lifting your mindset. You, You might not get absolute gold from every episode. There might not be something that changes your life in every episode, but every now and then there'll be that one thing that hits you because you're ready to hear it Absolutely. and, and you'll take it and run with it. Yeah. So very true. So very true. All right. So now we're actually going to head into um, a segment of our show that is called inspiration Avenue, which is where you will share a quote with our audience um, that you heard, whether it's today, yesterday, a few years ago. Um, And essentially you'll share that quote and why it was impactful to you in your development. I have two because I'm greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. So the first one is Brene Brown um, because I love her to pieces. Um, And it's about daring to lead, daring to be courageous you know, I always just kind of drill it down to like her whole message is let courage lead the way. Yeah. Um, because it does take a lot of courage to start a podcast, to start anything or to change something in your life, whatever it is. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to face that because it's going to bring up stuff that is unpretty and ugly and painful. Yeah. You know, and you have to be courageous in order to face that and move through it. Um, the next one I have is now I'm sure that this was by someone else, but I heard it from this person. Okay. Was, uh, Emma Watson. Um, I don't even remember what year this was. It was when she gave the speech to the United Nations and she said, if not me, then who? And if not now, then when? Mm. And I think podcasting is such a huge form of activism because we're communicating ideas. We're communicating information to each other. Um, we can change lives around the world. I mean, right now I'm in Australia. I'm at the butt end of the world 
literally at like almost the most southern point of the world and you're in america and we're able to exchange these ideas is really phenomenal that we can do that i love that (laughs) exactly love that if not you then who if not now then when exactly and my own spin on that is your voice is important your voice might be the one thing that cuts through the noise that you know you your voice is the first one that someone hears that cuts through all the crap Mm -hmm. all of the other crappy things that are going on in life and your voice is the one thing that they hear and is exactly what they need to hear in that moment and it inspires a change a shift whether that's a thought an idea or maybe it's the one thing, I don't know if you ever get this, but sometimes you just hear something and it hits you right in the feels. Yes, yes, <laughs> and it's the thing that in it changes your life. Yeah, yeah. And I always say, um, interestingly enough, I was telling myself yesterday that our voices are tools and how we use them is up to us. Um, I know that a lot of people are considered introverted And they don't like the idea of speaking to other people. But I feel that sometimes you have to say that thing, even if it sounds funny. Because through speaking, through doing it often and consistently, you really get Mm -hmm. better. And so we have to be aware of, we have to be aware of how we're actually using our voice. Are we using it to uplift people? Are we using it to empower? Or are we using it to be condescending, right? And I think that it should be the former. We should be here to use our voice to help people grow. Because again, we're at this place in our lives and we didn't get you know, to this moment simply by sitting down. We had people who helped us. We had to go through different experiences. And so we therefore have to do the same. We have to pay it forward. Use our voices to help other people. That's my philosophy. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm on board with that a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So this was an awesome, awesome conversation. Um, Thank you so much for um, tuning in and just kind of being here. Um, But before I let you go, Ashley, I would love for you to share with our audience on where they can find you online. Awesome. So I'm on Facebook at ARM Speak Up and the same handle on Instagram. You can find all of the podcasts I'm part of on all of the podcatchers or podcast apps that are out there. Um, There's the Virtually Awesome podcast, there is Recovery, and there is the Good Girls Don't podcast as well. Awesome, awesome sauce. And so in terms of the Lotus Circle podcast, you can find us, of course, in the description below. I will have all of Ashley's information um, in the description box. Um, And for now, Um, Don't forget to stay hydrated, to stay motivated, and most importantly, to stay dedicated. Until next time, guys. Bye.